For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Dudici. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, the Senate begins the historic second impeachment trial of former President Donald J. Trump. In Western Europe, tensions rose yesterday between several nations and Russia. It's Tuesday, February 9th. Today, the Senate will begin the impeachment trial of former President Donald J. Trump. This marks the first time the Senate will attempt to remove a president who's no longer in office. The House of Representatives impeached Trump on January 13th with the charge of incitement of insurrection for his role in the January 6th attack on the Capitol. The removal aspect of a conviction would be solely ceremonial, since Trump is no longer in office. If the Senate were to convict, though, legal experts cited by the Associated Press believe they would also hold a vote to bar the former president from holding office in the future. There's no precedent for this in the history of presidential impeachments, but impeachment convictions for a few federal judges have been followed by such a vote. Although a conviction in the Senate was never the trial's most likely outcome, it's even more improbable now. A little over a week ago, 45 Republicans voted to support Republican Senator Rand Paul's resolution claiming that the impeachment trial was unconstitutional. Since 67 votes are needed to convict, the resolution all but crushed any realistic speculation of a conviction. Meanwhile, Trump's legal strategy has become more clear. Last week, Trump insisted to his then-lawyers that they should push the false narrative that the election was stolen from him as his legal defense. This caused his entire team to resign. He now has two new lawyers. The strategy has pivoted to arguing that the trial itself is unconstitutional, that Trump's rally preceding the riot on January 6th did not amount to incitement, and that the Democrats are pursuing the trial for purely political reasons. On Sunday, U.S. Representative Ron Wright became the first sitting member of Congress to die from COVID-19 after an 18-day battle with the disease. Wright was also battling cancer at the time of his death. He was 67. Yesterday evening, the Georgia Secretary of State's office announced that it's launching a formal investigation into former President Donald Trump's phone calls to election officials. Following his loss in Georgia, President Trump called election officials on multiple occasions and told them to, quote, find the fraud. He also asked the Secretary of State to find 11,780 votes, the exact number he needed to win the state. If any legal wrongdoing is found, the discovery must be reported to the relevant district attorney or the state attorney general, who will pursue prosecution if it's deemed necessary. Also yesterday, The Guardian reported that Germany, Poland, and Sweden each expelled a Russian diplomat from their respective countries. This was done as a coordinated effort to retaliate against Russia after Moscow expelled three European Union diplomats last week. The diplomatic shakeup is emblematic of rising tensions between Russia and Western Europe. In India, close to 200 people are still missing following the catastrophic collapse of a glacier in the Himalayas late Sunday night. The Associated Press has reported that in Myanmar, the military has instituted a mandatory curfew and banned gatherings larger than five people following several days of protests since the military-led coup last week. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu walked out of his own corruption trial on Monday, telling the judges in the Jerusalem court that he was innocent before getting up and leaving. This comes as Netanyahu campaigns ahead of March 23rd's elections, the fourth time Israel will be voting in just two years. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Wilson Kahn and Hope Perry and produced under the 145th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Dudici. Have a wonderful day.